This week on the Coastal News Podcast, alcoholic receives help from locals, con artist victim keeps money, heartbroken girl tells ex to leave her alone, and doctors reunited. Hello, this is Coastal News, an unofficial Home and Away podcast where we dissect the latest week's episodes and discuss the happenings and residents of our favourite fictional town, Summer Bay. Right, this week we start off, Alf's really not happy, is he? He's, he's kicked off with Rue and Kieran quite something really when... Um, there was this really great scene with with um, Alf, Kieran, and Rue, and he finally, after the week before, sort of avoiding going to meet Alf and um, you know and confronting those demons, if you like, um, buys that bottle of scotch off Mac. And I know I said last week's episode, uh, you know, gosh, I can't believe she served him, but there we go. Um, uh, she did, and and thankfully, it just led it led to a lovely scene with Ryder. Um, and Rue and, and you know and, and him not not opening the scotch and finding the strength to to not do it, which I thought was was lovely um, and really well done and 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 it shows how much of a rock Rue is really to everybody in the Stuart family and and I, I think we take it for granted. I don't know what I do as a viewer. I think you know she, she really is the glue really that sort of holds them all together and. She sort of takes one for the team, navigates Alf, doesn't she? She, she sort of takes that and, and it's like, leave Alf to me, you know. Um, but in the end, Kevin comes round and they have that chat. And, and he does this really brave thing, I thought, where he just admits that he bought, he didn't come and he, he bought a drink and he, he didn't do it, he didn't drink it, but, you know, he was very nearly there and Alf just loses it. Now, I know, and uh, I'm struggling because I know Alf is like that. Um, he does fly off the handle and lose things a lot, um, lo- you know, lose his temper. But he's really not coming off well here at all with this whole thing. He's just, he's a stubborn old git, we know that, that's nothing new. But he's not even, you know... I don't know. He, I'm struggling because he's he's just looking like an old git, old stubborn git, not listening. He's not willing to listen. He's not going to, you know, how many chances has he give other people over the years? I think Reuven says that to him at one point. Um, you know, that's what, especially, you know, his house, that's what, that's that's the heritage of, of Summer Bay House, isn't it? Bringing him troubled people and taking him under your wing. And I just think... Um, why would you not do this for your wife's own son? Now, I know Martha's not around at the minute, and I know last time her and Kim were together, it was really, really frightening for her. But I imagine, I mean, Martha, uh, we'll see when she comes back to the bay again, but I imagine, you know, it's a son, and she'll be at least willing to listen to him, you know? Um, You know, I'm really, really disappointed with Alf, actually. I know he's going to come round in the end, but it just seems to be taking way too long at this time, in my opinion. And I think he's really let himself down. I don't know what you guys think, um, but, you know, I think that the very fact that people like Irene have reached out and helped him, and he's even he's even had a pop at her, I just thought, says a lot, really, about Alf's real character, actually. Um you know, and I, I, he's looking out for his wife, I get that, but actually, you know, there's better ways of doing this, pal, you know, just ring Martha, tell her he's here, 
tell her that you know he's turning his life around read the letter if you know that letter he wants her to read or whatever it's going to upset her absolutely she might be worried she might be frightened but you know if anyone's going to convince martha that um you know kieran's turned a corner and he's really trying it's going to be alpha isn't it you know so there we go and I mentioned, I mentioned Irene taking me. I think I think Kieran living with Irene for now actually really quite nice. It's quite a nice sort of family dynamic, house dynamic going on over there at Irene's house with, with her and Kieran. And obviously she knows the telltale sign, so she'll be able to tell when he's fallen off the wagon. And with very, very, very strict no alcohol rule at Irene's. So it means, you know, Maz can... Uh, crack open a bottle of red when she wants when she's at home <laughs> uh, without having without to worry but but yeah so so I, I thought it was really nice of her to take him in I love it that she just gave Alpha serve and she just says to him you know I will have in my house is my flipping business when she's talking to Alpha I just loved it <laughs> she probably gave Alpha serve I mean it, went, it fell on deaf ears in one ear out the other but but I love Irene she's 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 no nonsense isn't she and you know, I, th I feel like she might end up being Alf's Achilles' heel. She might end up sort of knocking sense into Alf, you know, about about this whole situation. Jasmine wasn't too sure, was she, about Kieran being at uh, being at the house with uh, with her and Irene at first. Um, I mean, this is a prime example of why Alf should listen to Kieran, because eventually Jasmine sort of hears him out and she has a chat and she actually talks to him properly and. They end up having a really sort of really nice friendship forming, don't they? Watching telly together. Um, and I quite like their friendship. I hope it is just a friendship and nothing more because that would just ruin it. But I think they've got like a really nice little Karen and Jazz little little roomies friendship going on. And all because she was willing to give him a little time to listen to him and listen to his story. Alf, you should learn a thing or two from Jasmine. Well. Um, we're just picking up sort of after, um, you know, Stephen's arrest as well with Leah and Justin. And we found, surprisingly, that Leah, Leah's sort of, you know, she's got a bit of a cold shoulder, hasn't she, early in the week. She's not really feeling Justin, you know, he's, he's Justin's a new man basically now. Now all this investigation's over. You know, he's been off the meds a few days. He's 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 upbeat. He's positive. And Leah's got a face on and tour. He's like, "Are you okay? Are you all right? What's going on?" And of course, she's got this sort of guilt that she actually thought that her um, partner Justin could be a murderer. <laughs> and I just thought, so you should feel guilty because it was absolutely ludicrous that you even thought and believed that from Stephen, a practical stranger. But you know, we we covered that. We covered that frustration about that. Um. And it all turns out anyway that there's bigger fish to fry because she sashed the blooming money in the shed. I mean, oh my God, what on earth was she thinking? My initial reaction was, how on earth does she think she's going to even get away with that? How are you going to spend that kind of money? Especially when it's so high profile that that's the exact amount of money that you'd lost to a con, con woman. Um, I don't think she thought it through. I think... I, you know, I do wonder if Justin hadn't agreed to move back in, what would she would she have told anybody about that money? You know, would she have just sort of buggered off to Bali or something every year on holiday and you know gone to see VJ splashing the cash? I don't know. Um, 
So, but yeah, she's had to come clean because Justin's moving back into the outhouse thing. Um, it was once upon a time Brody's um, love shack. Um, but yeah, uh, and obviously, now, this is where things got a bit strange. I didn't agree that, that she should have stole the money and stashed it. I didn't agree at all about that. But I, I was torn at this point because Justin's reaction um, was a bit odd because he, he, he knows it's wrong to do. And he, rather than try and talk calmly to Liam and sort of say to her, you know, this is illegal. How try and make a see sense in that? Like I've just said, how are you going to spend it? What are you going to do? It's 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 dirty money, basically. Even if it is ours, it needs to be properly investigated. What about? I mean, he does mention a bit later on, you know, feel for Johnny's lost money as well. Yada yada yada. But in that initial stage, he just sort of gave an ultimatum. You know, you tell the police, or I will. And I thought. How's that gonna make? How's that gonna improve things in your relationship by giving ultimatums like that? You know, um, I was a bit worried that we we're gonna end up going down at them arguing, in, in, you know, loads again. Um, <clears throat> um, but you know, I think if, you know we find out, don't we? She comes on eventually, comes round and um, agrees to turn the money in, and um, John's a bit perplexed. Um, cash. Um, oh, isn't cash such a nice place? I said this on Twitter during the week, watching you know tweeting along to the episode. Um, but but he he sort of says, oh, he needs to take this in. You're probably going to get charged, Leah. You know, and I'm thinking, oh, you know, it, it, Leah's going to end up in the slammer here again. Um, and and you know they go outside and he's there and he says, there's been an anonymous, you know, if he fakes this anonymous tip off, doesn't he? Basically gets him off the hook. And I thought, Cash is doing really well. He's a decent policeman and he's doing really well at helping the the community and, and, and sort of getting into the community. Something that I don't think now, looking back, Colby did too much. I'm, I'm trying to think if that was Colby still. He probably would have followed protocol, you know, whereas Cash is willing not to for people. And I think, I'm wondering if someone's going to come out about him. He seemed, I noticed this when he, you know, when um, Amy, the detective Amy the other week was interviewing Justin and he sort of intervened and arranged, you know, and, and sort of got, got help for Justin. Is, is he, has he got sympathy, empathy for Justin and Leah? You know, has he got experience with, with addiction? I don't know. Is that going to come out later on? He's definitely got way more empathy than Colby did. And I've only realised it now. We have a new policeman that Colby was a stickler, despite him being a river boy. So um, that was actually quite interesting, the way that happened. And I thought, do you know, that Cash, in a, such a short space of time, has really cemented his position in the Bay and in the community. And I think doing things like that will really get, get him found, get him, get him on everybody's side, you know, um, including mine. I, I got, got a lot of respect from them. And, and of all the police, you know, every few years we get new police in, don't we? Um, you know, he... He's he's been the quickest to get into my into my good books. I'm really starting to like him as a character already, and I'm excited to see what what's, what we're going to get from him coming forward. So I really liked that. I thought you know, despite Leah doing doing a bad thing and her getting away with it, and and all that moral stuff we've got to fight with, um, I think Cash knows what he's doing when it comes to policing in a small town. <laughs> Now, you know I'm not happy about this, but Tory has become 
intoxicated by Christian's spell again. I nearly said smell then. <laughs> Christian's spell. She's under it. Um and I'm not liking it because I think after obviously I've 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 expressed that I just don't understand what Christian was going through, this near death experience and this cosmic force he was trying to follow and all that blah. I just don't get it. So the fact that the, the way he treated Tori, especially on the eve of their wedding day, I just don't think she should give him the, the time of day. And I know it's not as black and white as that, but she has got grace to think about. And she said it herself, I've got to really consider letting you in again um, because it, it, you know, it confuses Grace. I'm confused, blah, blah, blah. And I think she's now gone there and I'm just thinking, Ugh. I mean, Christian's a bit like Rachel Lou, you know. Um, I, th I think the idea is he's supposed to realise that that was always meant to happen and... It wasn't actually meant to be there at the diving on the day. It wasn't all fate and will, you know, time and space and blah, 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 all aligning. Um, but, so he, he's now sort of lucid again. But I think, I, I, I'm just not buying it. And I think Tori's setting herself up for a fall. I, I think she deserves better and I think she can get better. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not into Torian anymore. I'm over it. I'm done with it. And that's as much as I've got to say on the subject. I have a feeling they're going to end up engaged again and we're going to end up back to that stage. Um, so I'll watch it but and I'll comment on it if you'd like me to. But um, just know that they're not one of my favourite couples. In fact, they're far from it. And Bella's returned to town with Emmett back from the big smoke um, and upbeat she's had time away from the bay away from all the drama away from the the fallout of Neek's cheating escapade and Neek's just He's on at her, isn't he? He's every second, he's, you know, and she, he's not listening when she's telling him to do one. So, um, I, 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 she, I, I can't remember who said it now, but someone said, you know, it's, you're doing it for your own feelings, not for Bella's. I think, was it Ziggy? When she finally came round to, to Tane, um, and her own side and was like, you know, Nick, you're doing it for your feelings, not for Bella's. Bella needs you to leave her alone and, and you need to do that. And, and it was a good telling... He's he's fighting with Ari, he's fighting with Tane, he's not listening to anybody and I think it's the guilt, isn't it? You know, the guilt's eating him up, he, he, he feels like he wants to fix it, he's wrecked it, he feels awful, he feels sad, he feels all these emotions because he's the one that wrecked it between Bella and him. I imagine over time Bella might come round to even at least talking to him about things, um... But I can understand why she doesn't want a bar of him. She needs to focus on the exhibition and make that a success now. Focus on herself. Um, interesting that um, he sort of, in boys being boys and teenagers being teenagers or what have you, does this sort of spitting dummy out the pram moment and tries to get his job back with Sienna, who just replies with a selfie of her with another hot model. <laughs> and you're just thinking, yeah, he's, he'll be kicking himself, Neek, won't he, for, for being such an idiot. You know, um, and you can understand that. And I, f I do feel for both of them. You know, Bella didn't deserve it, but also Neek, Neek will be going through the going through the mill as well with it all. Um, this Tane Ziggy thing, we're starting to see signs of Ziggy again. You know, she's not she's not being fair to Tane. She, I don't think she treats him very well at all. You know, and we're now starting to see signs of her. You know, 
distancing from him, I think, personally. I think he's into her more than she's into him. What do you think? And there was that weird scene where Z uh, Dean came home where Ziggy was talking to Bella about, you know, forgiveness and over time things get a little bit easier day by day. And um, you do have to wonder whether Ziggy was talking, telling Bella that or she was telling herself that. Um, I think there's an inkling there that... Um, Things are not all resolved, as we thought, between Ziggy and Dean. And um, I think that's going to be awful if, if Tarnay ends up hurt. I might be I might be completely off the mark, but if Tarnay ends up hurt, um, there's going to be trouble, isn't there, you know? Um, but yeah, so hopefully now Neek leaves Bella alone for a bit, gives her that time that she needs just to focus on herself. And who knows, one day she might come round. But thank God he's not a model anymore. I wonder if he'll get his job back at the bait shop. Right, that's everything for this week's Coastal News Podcast episode. Do please join in the discussion if you wish during the week as episodes air on Channel 5 at Coastal News Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. And we'll be back next week with another episode uh, dissecting all the week's drama ahead in the Bay. Thanks for listening. Appreciate that. Do follow, like, subscribe so you're notified of future episodes. And I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.